Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. My sweater is doing interesting things this morning. I don't know what's going on with my sweater. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day from wherever you're tuning in from. That's a little better. Happy Monday for those that are here live. New week, new opportunities. Chance to be even better. Today happens to be the yard site. Uh, the, the, the commemoration of the day of passing of one of the greatest rabbis, one of the greatest commentators. Um, his name is the Sfas Emes. I've quoted him a whole bunch of times in speeches. Yesterday was the Baba Sali. It's a big day, uh, big, big couple of days. For those who are tuning in any day of the week, thanks so much for being part of us. We really appreciate it. And if you, even if you're joining us now for the first time, we appreciate it. We've been talking about this idea of building other people up. One of the greatest gifts you can give somebody else is to build them up, right? Giving is awesome. But when you give, you have to be, you have to be careful. Or not just be careful. I shouldn't say it like this. When you give, you have to be aware of the levels of giving. Now, I just want to sort of start to split hairs with everybody here because we're, we're like living in this, we're swimming in these waters here. So if you remember what we spoke about, right? Like these are just general levels that we're trying to like ascend and try to understand. And of course, in each level, there are different pieces. So we spoke last week, week and a half ago about going from non-giving to exchanging. Exchanging means I'm going to give you something because you're going to give me something. Now, you may not know you're exchanging until someone doesn't give it to you, right? You thought you were actually taking care of somebody and then they didn't say thank you or they didn't do it for you and you're like, forget it. Last year, I gave them this on their birthday. I came to their wedding. I came to their, uh, you know, good event. Remember I told you a story about the man who sat shiva for his father and kept a log of everybody who showed up. And then you get to a next level, and that's just giving to be an unconditional giver. But even in that level, you have to be careful. Because even in that level there's some really good feeling about being a giver, right? When you're giving, you're taking care of something. It feels good to be the one taking care of it. And that's fine. I mean, we're talking about like, you know, we're talking about like, you know, AFC championships or the Super Bowl. We're not, we're not that's being in, in, in the stands here. We're not splitting hairs for mediocre or great. We're talking about amazing or like off the charts. It's amazing when you're an unconditional giver. Amazing. But this is what we do on the boost. We have to like split these hairs here. And even at that level of being an unconditional giver, there's something, you're not getting an exchange, a thank you or a present at your turn. What you're getting in exchange is the feeling of being a giver, which is amazing. But there's the next level. And that is giving when you are building somebody. And many times when you do that, the gift you're giving never gets even realized even by the person. Right? The gift of the teacher that encourages the student. She may never get the student to even remember that it was her. The gift of the friend, the gift of, of others 
that are empowering. Whether they're empowering in a very big way or in a very small way, but they're empowering other people. When you empower somebody properly, you are changing their neuroplasticity. You are giving them new neuro connections that they didn't have before because you are not only role modeling it, you're also giving them the chance to try and fail and rebuild and try and fail and rebuild. So it's usually a slow process. And in the process of them figuring it out on their own, they tend to forget the people that gave it to them. It's normal for the kid to forget that the reason why they work so hard is because their parents work so hard and their parents have encouraged hard work. Sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. It's hard to remember the people that have built your neuroplasticity. If it's flash in the pan, if it's, you know, super inspirational. That was a story I told you earlier about the rabbi who like raises you. And then, you know, you go to a, a school and you, and then you meet one new rabbi where like, you know, two months before you get married and like, that's the rabbi because you've, you've inspired you. But what about the rabbi who raised you? You forget about that guy, about that rabbi, because he was there and all he was doing is shifting your neuroplasticity. Slowly, slowly, planting and planting and planting. Understand that when you recognize those people like we've been doing, you're not just saying thank you, you're actually encouraging planters to keep on planting. Like understand that when you call your teacher and say thank you, you're not just saying thank you, you're telling the person who has who plants for a living seeds that may not blossom for decades later, keep it up. It's a tremendous gift. So giving really, if we really push it to the next level is empowering other people, even at the risk that they don't remember you empowering them. Being okay with nobody knowing it was you. Has ever happened to you where like you suggest an idea subtly and then it becomes someone else's idea? Does it ever happen? It's happened to me, you know, about a year, whatever happened to me once before where I suggested something, they did it. And then I was part of it and they kept on doing the thing that I suggested until one day they forgot to invite me. And I remember sitting there watching some, but I, I can't be specific because I don't know if it, you understand why I can't be specific, but I'm just trying to paint the picture. I'll never forget one day I walked in and the people were doing the thing that I suggested and, and built and they just forgot to call. And it was so hurtful, but it was okay. Because I reminded myself that the people that are gaining the benefit, they're gaining the benefit even if I wasn't a part of it. I didn't need to be a part of it, but that's life. Sometimes for things to work, you have to be willing to give to somebody else something that they would be able to do on their own, even if they forget you and you hope they don't. This wasn't a really big deal, to be honest. This isn't like, you know, it's hard. It's hard. That's why parents have a hard time marrying with children. Because all of a sudden, like, you know, especially moms and boys, you send your work, your, your, your tail off of that kid. 
And then he marries some pretty young lady and like all of a sudden like she's the center of his world. What are you kidding me? What are you joking? You think you've made that man? Let me tell you something, honey. You just got to, you should have seen him when he was 11. You should have seen him when he was 18. You should have seen him when he was in his 20s. You're joking. You didn't make that guy. And, he'll, and see, this, this this guy is now like, you know, enthralled by this young girl. And like, you know, mom is like in the back corner. Anyone have this? Now he's the, the, the man. Dad looks at his daughter. Do you have any idea what I do for you? You're my girl. You're my girl. This guy, come on. It's very hard. Very hard. Because... It's very hard. Because it's hard to give up what is at the center of the things we love most, which is giving. It's hard to give us, it's hard to give when we're not sure we're gonna be part of it afterwards. Because when you give, you invest. And when you invest, you become connected to it. And the more you become connected to something, the harder it is for you to separate from it. But the greatest level of giving is giving with the understanding that this may leave me one day. This may become independent. But I'm going to give to a level in which that thing that I'm giving to will be successful on its own. That's the next level. And in order, in order to get to that level, we have to start to understand the world from somebody else's perspective. We have to be able to learn how to see the world from somebody else, because if we see the world from our perspective, this will never make sense. It won't make sense for us to give and give and give and not get in return because we're looking at it from our eyes. We won't know how to give and we won't have the extent of what we should give if we look at the world from just our perspective. But if we learn how to look at the world from somebody else's perspective, then not only do we have the ability to give differently and better, not only do we have the ability to actually grow, to grow people. You see, whenever you're growing, what growth really is, is taking your neuroplasticity and pushing it a little bit further so that you can create new neural connections. If you push too far, too quick, you're gonna crack. Your 
your, your brain can't handle it. And so your body, your brain doesn't have the connections to grapple with the information that has been given, right? If you go from doing one push-up to doing a hundred, your, your, your muscles can't handle it. If you go from understanding one aspect to now having to understand a hundred aspects, you go from like, you know, algebra to like astrophysics, your brain doesn't have the ability to have enough connections to retain the information. So you, you melt down or you lose it. But if you slowly grow and build and grow and build and grow and build, you'll get to astrophysics. You'll get to the, to the 100 push-ups, and you will do it with a vessel that is capable of handling the stretch that has been given it. That concept of growth is so important because we live in a world sometimes where people think that there is a shortcut to success. You know, how many times have you seen like a, a, an ad for someone that like started a startup in his college dorm? Do you have any idea how hard it is to run a business? He didn't, the chances of him actually running an actual company, usually it's like a technology that like makes sense and some other big company buys it out. Running a business that with employees and payroll and challenges and quarters that go up and quarters that go down and other com competitors and drama in the office, that, that takes time, attention, patience, growth. No 26-year-old, 24-year-old college kid does that. Maybe once in a while, there's some freak of nature, but like not the kid. The, the, the concept, but it takes time. It takes time to grow a relationship, to understand somebody else in a deep way, to understand how you feel when they say certain things and navigate those feelings. It takes time to grow. So when you're building somebody else up, when you're interacting with somebody else, whether that person is your child or your friend or anyone in this world, when you are dealing with other people, the way in which you grow them is you try to identify what area is right outside their current level of neuro connections. Where are they right now? And how do I model, speak, communicate, do something that enables me to connect to them at a level that is just above where they are right now. Because if I connect to them too far down the road, it's going to be too much for them to handle. If the big dad is yelling at the little kid and the little kid can't even handle what is going on. He's just grappling with the concept of sharing because he doesn't understand even possession. But mom or dad are embarrassed because they're at someone's house and their three-year-old is taking the toys. But the three-year-old doesn't even understand what it means to have his own thing. The nine-year-old doesn't understand half the things. When you look at a world where we're talking to people, 
And the people that we're talking to are so much further apart than we are. And we're speaking at our level. They're not hearing us. They're not, they're not growing. They're either learning how to get around our issues and learning how to not deal with that wrath or that, or, or it's sinking in and like, you're right, 100%. And then it falls out. You ever have this conversation with somebody? Do you ever sit with someone and give them advice? And they're like, you're 100% right, sure. Yeah, and then they go right back to where they were beforehand. Do you ever do that? Talking to somebody for even for a long time and really trying to get them to press upon them how this and you should ever do this and like no of course yeah 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 at the end of it you totally you're like I got it was a breakthrough they come in a month later they're exactly where they were before how is that the answer is because we were talking from our perspective their problem was being processed for my brain and when their problems are processed for my brain they seem pretty simple. Someone else's problems are pretty simple to us because it's not our problems. We don't have the emotion attached to it. Of course, call the guy. What's the difference? Just call him right now and demand the raise. Just pick up the phone, drive over and say the thing because we would never do that, but it's someone else's problem. So it makes perfect sense. So the advice that we give, so the things that we do really sound like it's for somebody else, but it's for somebody else through the channel of us. It's coming out of our machine. So it sounds right, but it doesn't hit because it's not meant for them because we're not putting ourselves in somebody else's perspective. If you want to grow somebody, if you want to give somebody the greatest gift in life, which is empowerment, which is the ability to grow on their own, the first question you got to do is figure out how to be, understand them. And the pathway to doing that is called empathy. Empathy is different than sympathy. Empathy is the ability to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And try to see the world from their perspective. And sympathy is I feel bad for you. Empathy is I feel bad with you. We have this brain that can visualize. We have the power of imagination. We have the ability to make connections in any which way. But when we, when we dedicate that power to, when we dedicate the power to trying to figure out what's in someone else's head, we can't ever fully get there, but just to begin, we can start to learn what to say and what to do that will slowly enable them to grow. They don't hear things that are beyond them. They also don't hear things that are beneath them. We tend to do that also, right? We tend to patronize and pity people that don't need to be patronized and don't need to be pitied. It just makes us feel better. Empathy. Empathy is one of the most valuable traits you can, you can build because it allows you to connect to people at a very deep level and give them what they need. And sometimes what people are desperate for is somebody else taking care of them at their needs. All right, we'll talk about this. Think about this. Empathy how critical it is to really, really give.
in a way that they may not know, but would be the greatest gift in the world. All right, have an amazing day. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Take care, everybody.